this week on this week on Battle of Kill Buzz. So the Hombres did the Smasher Pass and Fuck Mary Kill Challenge. Yes, we are nineteen years of age. We are still fucking kids at heart. Uh, so yeah, as I say, very childish, very uncharming. In the spirit of Valentine's Day, we were trying to be as romantic as possible and as romantic as you could be. Translate into a Smasher Pass challenge. So that says a lot about us. And uh, we also chatted about the signs like lads and ladies give off when they kind of have the horn for someone. You know that kind of way. Now, so that's that part, that's the hombre section. Now the guest, I'm really excited about this one now, this was class. So paranormal researcher Chris Rush hops on to chat about haunted houses, Loftus Hall, apparitions, the afterlife, his own novel series. He has a load of stuff going on. Um, stuff he's seen, like he's he's seen bits of stuff, I suppose, that could be a cat cave even, which is he was in there, which was kind of a portal to the other world. He's seen stuff, he's so many stories. Real great guy, sound man. Um, so yeah. Uh, listening to that, that's how, that was a really good chat, really enjoyed that. And finally, uh, Kappa Chats is basically five reasons, I could think of a lot more than five, but five reasons why Kappa is the best GA club on earth. Right, good luck, enjoy the episode. Slam, 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 slam. The Fuck, Mary Kill and the Smasher Pasture is literally just in the yeah. spirit of Valentine's Day. Um, so yeah, that's that's basically the challenge, there's not a whole lot more we can say about it. So that will be up on Sunday night uh, on the YouTube channel, you know yourself. Uh, Sunday Sunday night. Sunday night. <laughs> Just so, in time for Valentine's Day. Just in time for Valentine's Day, right? So that's up. So yeah, as romantic as it can get up on the YouTube channel. Right, we'll get into this week's topic. We're not picking out now the box this week. We're just going to do a Valentine's Day-esque topic. So, so again, uh, was, <laughs> this is like what signs that a lad will give you if he fancies you. Just, if you're someone courting someone, you're trying to think, does this person like me or just maybe in general, this might be a little handy thing for you. So like, what do you look for? In a, what what signs would you give if you're kind of fancy someone so lads? Uh... So if um it's it, this is the lads part of it like if, yeah yeah okay like what like this is a the this is a girl or a lad or anyone who think that a lads fancies them what signs would they give them um I think the first one like a lad would give would be like being um not being a not not that lads are dickheads but you know the Slagging way them. lads yeah lads can like bring out their like feminine side so not always but this is just a weird one but like the kind you know the way they kind of change a bit yeah. So the way they're kind of like trying to impress them a lot and they kind of like seem like just a bit kind of like edgy yeah dead lads bring out the edgy humor there go but like you know yeah exactly and they're kind of like just you can tell they're not very like laid you know the way lads kind of usually are very kind of laid back and like yeah yeah just just the boys there on friday uh-huh. they're just like oh yeah hi and they're kind of you can just see they kind of sit up a bit different in their <laughs> yeah, seat and they're just yeah. a bit you can they'll tell for a girl them, yeah. yeah that's just one thing for me how about you think so the thing is, is i live most of my life not really paying attention as much and it really comes back to bite me when I'm trying to explain stuff like this, you know. You see? So, so what would you think though? Even you saw other lads, they're nothing that springs to mind. You're like, yeah, he definitely like, likes it. Taking her. the piss out of a lad doing that, like when you notice when your friends like someone, like what will they do? Um, I think it'll be checking their phone a lot when they're hanging like, out with yeah, lads. Actually, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that, that's a yeah. good one. That's actually one. I've got a text, and I'll be like that, and they'll have um, it's having the weird the nickname on Snapchat that like doing that because it's like. No, that's for you. That's for no one else. It's like, why are you calling them that? Like, you know? Yeah, that's the, and another thing is actually the mood. You know how people's... I just noticed personally, and even myself, actually. Like, I think there's something different about, like, having a, someone you like. And then, like, between that and your friends. Like, because your, your mates your mates. Because you'll always really have them. But yeah. there's some different mood that t- kicks in when you kind of like a girl, I think. Or a lad, well, whatever, yeah, yeah. whatever a partner would say. Strange new feelings. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of like you can tell there's a bit of a pep in their step. Like, yeah, I oh, think. Yeah, I definitely think that's. I'm very excited. To see you got to look at them. I'm thinking more like kind of 
I guess because you're in college now, but thinking back to the, I'm, I'm sure you have some, a lot of listeners, like people in like secondary school, you kind of wait for them to come into your lunchroom, like, and they'll be like, oh, <laughs> you, gotta, like, yeah. you, you nudge away from the lads, come over and say, well, oh, yeah. I don't know about you, but there's like an anxiety to it as There well. is, but I kind of like that thrill. There's like, you know, the lunchroom, you know, talk. There's only so much time you have and it's like you're using it, spending it talking to them. So I think a lad will, this is kind of a weird one, but a lad will memorize someone they fancy's name, the name of their pets right away. Whereas with everyone else, it takes you a while to remember someone's pet's name. Yeah. But it's like if you're, if someone tells your name of their pet, you're like, oh, I got that. It's marking that down. Yeah, I think we're I think we're going over this the wrong way. Let's try and like okay, let's try and like cast our minds back to like when you were in like 12, whatever some year. All the points you you have made are gone. I'm not shitting on your points. I like I just mean well. Oh, the not, points. Not the same points I could shit on. Yeah, uh, but like just cast your mind back to like someone like you liked in. I know you have a girlfriend, obviously. Like it's probably like yeah, you you're probably well, in that situation like, yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. But like for us, even me and you, there, because I know it's tough because it's probably been a while. Uh, not for you, but for me anyway. And um, just cast your mind back to like when you liked someone even okay. secondary school what okay, was that yeah. like um torture torture <laughs> okay because it's like if you're not with them and you're not getting with them and maybe just not like i don't know man because it'd be like it's you know there's a chance that even if you don't talk to them you will like see them once during the day and it could be like doing whatever <laughs> like it could be like walking down the hall you see them and you do that like that and like i like i'm like thinking back maybe like ty fifth year Every now and then I do the walk down the hallway, I do the the dip. Like I'd see them and I'd be like, Oh, I'm in this I'm in this classroom actually I'd walk in for a second yeah, and yeah. then like I'd like it'd be kinda of nervous talking and I'm like, you know. How yeah. about you then? What would you to answer your own question? Um like I think when I ever liked anyone, like which wasn't that often because I thought oh, I think there wasn't that many in school. But um anyone who was like um it was usually just like anxiety. It was like it was a good anxiety though. Like it was kind of like you know the way there's anxiety, like you have a test, but there's this. It's yeah. kind of like maybe not. Maybe anxiety is not the word, but it's kind of just a nice feeling. I don't know. I think I just got really nervous. Like the amount of stuff. Because the reason I said the first point was because it like related to me because the amount of shit I would have said when I liked someone was just stuff I never <laughs> like. You like there was probably classes I don't know were using any of the classes with me whenever I liked someone. But yeah, no. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> I think we both were. Can we name the class? Shut the fuck up! No, well, no. Galga. So you going then? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like that. Like it's just shit you wouldn't say. And like to be fair, like and it's kind of that thing where like the boys are in the class, well, and they're like, "What the fuck did you just say?" It's like, yeah, and you're like, "Yeah, I'm actually a really caring person." So you <laughs> fucking hit someone last week. You <laughs> knocked someone out last week. You mad dog. That you, <laughs> you take. Yeah, it's like, oh, I never thought to hear the mad dog's take on Montreal. I don't know. I was you like, said Mora was a bitch last week. <laughs> you said she was a hoe. <laughs> well, uh, the one who slept with his student. No. Yeah, like, his bad I, I, was out oh, for, I was out for most of that, but like, mm. yeah, you I were can just remember him. he was a cunt. He was yeah. such a dick. So, Fuck like, Roderick. let's be honest now, that's not a sign that a lad likes. He tries to trick you into marrying him to have a one night stamina and then leaves you with your child. That's not a man. That's not a real man. No, I don't think we should condone that kind of behavior in this podcast. Not at all. Disgusting. So moving on then, what else would you do if you do fancy a girl? Let's try and get Dara's perspective because Dara is knowledgeable on shit like this. But I feel like Dara is just because I'm not giving away any of my information. Oh, because you don't want to pick up on this. What do you think, think, Dara? Uh, Well, I guess like uh, moisturize your skin regularly. (laughs) Wait, do you change? No, actually, this is what something made me think. 
answer this honestly. Did you ever change the way? So let's say you liked someone in secondary school. Oh I yeah, no. I, I didn't know you for all the secondary school, but like, did you ever change what you, your routine in the morning? Like, did you like do up your hair differently and shit? Oh. Did you do that? I want to ask Dara for. I want to ask you as well. But I'm just curious See, about that. I've got curly hair, so I don't have to put much effort in. It's just I wake up like it, and it's amazing. Yeah, but were you ever looking in the mirror? You were like, okay, I have to look good. Just oh damn! Oh, that little piece there. Let's flan that out. And uh, you wear. We know you were, Dara. You wear the clean. No, you were. You wear the one shirt without any ink in it, like. <laughs> <laughs> I wear my jumper that doesn't have a lot of holes in yeah. the elbow. Oh, so you mustn't have like actively like. Did you really like someone? Was there anyone saying just you really fucking liked? Well, I've not really, really liked anyone before, to be honest. Well, with you now, okay. even remotely. I mean, moderately. I'm trying to impress. You know, well, you know what I mean. Like, uh, there's not really someone I've. Well, is this in school? Say you knew. Well, you say knew. and it doesn't even need to be in school. I just kind of made that example because that's where yeah, we're most like, of our lives. You're you're putting me in a situation where it's kind of like they're all clap. What? No Jesus, there. <laughs> no, I'm only, no, I'm, I'm only his, joking. His I'm definition joking. of clapped is different than most people, I'm so I wouldn't joking. get too worried. I wouldn't get too. Yeah. Worried. The thing is, is like I've never like when I was in school, I was just never paying attention. So it's like I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't really look at anyone and be like, oh, whoa, you know, really, yeah, no one at all, not really. I was, like, the whole... only thing I kind of paid attention on was the lads and just hanging out with the boys. Oh, fair enough. That's actually yeah. that's respectful enough, like, actually. All of my relationships back then were outside of school. And you're an answer your yeah, own yeah. question. Like, oh, my routine in the morning, I would... There's actually one time I liked someone. I actually used to get up, like, 10 or 15 minutes earlier. It, it sounds so stupid. I said, I don't know why. I always used to set my alarm earlier just in case, like, I just they didn't want to be late. Cause I'm, <laughs> right. Yeah, it was just weird. Like, if anyone hears this, I'd be like... Just wake the... up and he's, they're just in your room, is it? Is that what you're <laughs> yeah. expecting? Yeah, there might be an apparition of them if I come in, if they wake up 15 minutes yeah. early. I came to before <laughs> school. I don't know. I would always just like try and like find like I wouldn't really care about my appearance and shit usually. But I think if I liked someone, I kind of gone off the whole thing now, I suppose. But like at the time, like I would have like whenever I did, there was maybe a few times. Um, I just kind of would have watched like even if there was like what are they called them? Um, they call them pimples in America. Well, acne. There's yeah, acne yeah, and shit yeah. on my face. Oh, bollocks. Like, you're just trying to cover over. I remember when we had the masks and shit, it was grand. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. whatever. I had the fucking mask on. But, like, I remember there was always, like, I didn't want fucking hair. It was a bit, it was over top. It showed, like, I was probably, everything I was worried about, I was like, okay, right, just w not what. And I always used to be worried. This was a thing with everyone, like, well, especially with girls I liked. I was like, right, just don't say anything. Fucking stupid. Because yeah. I used to be so, because I remember there was mornings, like, genuinely. And you, uh, this is probably when I knew ye, and it was like, I was like nervous going into classes because like I was like, oh, I do what, remember, what? I do remember. Be shaking you. <laughs> I was, I, I actually was. I do remember. Yeah, I actually was. I, I do. Yeah, it's like, um, and you kind of remember you walking in, you'd like, you'd be talking, and then you'd go quiet walking into the room, and be like, yeah, that's what we were talking about. Like, like I just thought you were getting mentally prepared for on trail. To be honest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of think about them. Yeah, like, like yeah. It's stuff like you get, you know, you get complimented on something, and then you're like, you're conscious of that. So I was like, all right, so obviously that's something that people like so i'll do that more mm. but it'd be like if they do it specifically like that so then i think it's like you kind of know you're in trouble when you start doing stuff for them if that makes sense okay yeah. so you're like oh well i'll i'll they like my hair so i'll do that do it that way in the morning or i heard this one girl it was like fifth or sixth year and we were taught we were sitting we always sat together in some class and she was like we had i had like socks on with something on it and she was like we we're talking about my socks like and they were like kind of a funky pattern she whatever she made comment of her we joking about it and then i think we were talking and saying like oh well we'll try she something about having like have a competition you'll get a, the mad socks or whatever like that and the next day i was like getting ready i was like put on some funky socks 
<laughs> yeah, like that. <laughs> and then I can remember sitting there in class, like my hands on my on my feet slowly, like I, I I crossed my legs. Remember, so my leg was sticking out, showing the sock, kind of like out inside of the desk yeah. that she was sitting. And I'd be like, like slowly wave my foot back and forth to subconsciously attract attention to my mad sock that I was wearing. <laughs> and then she did comment on it, so it was a big win for me. So oh yeah, like it's little wins. That was, and then obviously, you know, never spoke to her again. But that was, I didn't get that one sock in, so that was all that mattered. <laughs> and I thought stuff like if someone says like they like your hair a certain way, that's like the way that you're gonna wear your hair for the next few weeks, like you know. Yeah, and you're just looking for like little signs off them. Even like this is, not, you kind of just look for little wins all the time. You oh just yeah, look for little W's. Make eye contact in the hallway, like yeah, like yeah, stuff like that, and even like little things like say, oh I. I don't know, like, just little things, like, they can be anything, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but, like, you know, even, oh, I, even if your friends know about you, even if her friends yeah. know about you, or something like that, yeah, it's just yeah. subtle shit, like, you know. Okay, so change that then to say, like, what, like, what signs you think girls give you when they like you? So, like, that one about their, like, they tell, they clearly talk to your friends about you, I apparently learned recently that, like, girls have, like, a code for every lot, for, like, a lot if they're talking about them. Oh, a code, really? Like, a nickname. Hmm. Like oh this is Thanos, this <laughs> is like you know like oh old old because I used to have like silly I've like a lot of acne on my chin so I'd be like oh sucking the Thanos there the other day <laughs> and you know like a bit of that or something you know that's a bit yeah rude yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I won't lie no, well that's that's too and this one likes it no <laughs> no no that was like the, yeah face was real rough but it was like she was like like she's uh there's a long story about how she spilled the beans on that one but like yeah um so yeah darrow we'll start with you for this question because i feel like we're, we're the two of us are kind of very like we were used to doing this shit every week so we probably it's tough yeah, the first no, week i'm just... a bit out of my show right now. yeah you get used to this shit though I'm after a while frightened. you Don't... get used to being full of shit yeah um Actually, yeah I'm so told like, I'm full of shit all the time so. you want to translate it to this now there you can literally this is where like literally you can say anything you want okay that so means. what Simon will Gary give you if she likes you what do you think um tell you to watch Love Island oh you watch it together like on FaceTime or something I guess yeah you just gotta keep in t- yeah because yeah. it's like I felt you feel that like you gotta try keep in touch with all the keep your finger on the pulse of what's going on kind of yeah. follow people's conversations like you know yeah yeah, that's another thing. Yeah, that's actually an interesting one. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I think I think they just like I don't know. Does girl do girl change as much as lads do? Maybe they do. I actually don't know. Like I, everything we say about girls is kind of just speculation because the lads we kind of actually do know it. Yeah, we can't really know how would a girl? Because I've never really had a girl really properly like me, so I can't really tell. I'm probably not even qualified to speak about this part. Yeah. Now, two e are. Well, I'm not. Kind like I guess like it's kind of like it just might be nice. Yeah, they might like. Oh, if you have a pet that they want to come play with your dog, hmm. they'll be like, "Oh, oh, gotta, can I come to yours sometimes so I can see your dog?" So I can play with your. I don't know. I'm not even making any wind out. They'll be like, they'll be more interested <laughs> in your dog if they do like you. Yeah. In general, I think. And um, but uh, one thing happened to me actually. I don't know what to sign for anyone, but it was like this girl I fancied, and I was like walking up the steps, and we got. I don't know what happened. I just slipped, and like I fell, and I kind of caught myself on the stairs. But my bag was kind of heavy, so it pulled it pulled itself forward and kind of hit me in the head. And I looked over, and she's walking across that big open hall, just looking at me with her friend. And we just made eye contact, and she kind of it wasn't even eye contact. She kind of gave me a look, a whole thing of like a yeah. like that. And I was like, "Hi." Right. Jesus. 
I'm not probably the best person to ask for this because a lot of times, like my friends, have to tell me that someone likes me because I'm really unobservant of. I see. Things. I see. <laughs> I'm a bit like okay. slow, you see. And how did they know? Because they got told. Oh, they got told. Well, that really, that really blows with the whole I fucking know, topic, yeah, doesn't friend, it? Yeah. Just get someone to tell you. They oh, like you. I think then, and that could be a thing of like, did they get? Did they tell your friend, or did their yeah, friend no, yeah. tell your friend? No, they told me. Because I think if they do, like, they one sign is a look at their friends involved in it. Mm. Like, if you if your friends or one of their friends say, they'll be like, they'll talk about you two. We're like, oh, I saw you he's walking down that way together, huh? Oh yeah, better that. Now, Dave, so you're par paranormal researchers, Ireland. Um, what do you do basically day to day? Uh, Jesus. <laughs> Why did you ask that crap? I'm only <laughs> well, I suppose what we do, um, we research areas, we investigate areas, we do a lot of, uh, you know, team investigations, both private, privately and publicly. Um, and we also do private house investigations as well. Now there is, I suppose, a, a, it has to be said, a clear line between um, a public investigation, a team investigation, and a and a private house investigation because um, stepping into someone's life in the real world, so to speak, where they're, they could be going through different things, you know, different experiences and stuff like that. You always have to remember that you're stepping into someone's life. You can't rock up to the door with briefcases full of equipment and say, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, so there is, them, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, like, there yeah. is different, um, different approaches, so to speak. Um, on the public nights, everyone's there for their own reason. Um, either they've been as Tina one of the founders always says some people have been dragged along <laughs> <laughs> and uh, some people are there they've either lost someone or they want to see is there something there so again you have to take account of there's people there for different reasons and um, have you ever like seen when you go into houses um, yeah like a kind of what do you do when you go in like I'm assuming you have your equipment to try and whatever if there was yeah. a ghost sounds or not ghost spirits yeah. as you say I don't know what the proper word is but um, <laughs> your grandma. Say, uh, so you're going in, obviously looking for that. But have you ever, have you? And that second question, I suppose, is have you ever found anything that, uh, that was real weird and it just jumped out to you and you said, "Jesus, these really could be real," you know? Yeah, good question. Like as I said, um, we like again, private house investigation is totally different. You have to treat like a lot of respect has to echo through us. Uh, to the individual that we're not there taking the piss either, you know what I mean? Yeah. And one thing we'll never do is chat. We, we don't charge people. Um, and that's not to say it's not disrespecting other people or other teams or anything at all like that. Is that we don't, we've traveled the country and uh, we don't, we don't like people have offered, offered fuel money and stuff like that. No, you're grand. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Oh, really? Oh, um, uh, listen, listen, it's, uh, it's just our philosophy, our thing. Like, but again, it's not to disrespect other thoughts or tears or anything at all on that because listen we're only one team but um i suppose going in initially you have to get to know the people you have to you don't just jump in straight away and say oh yeah there's definitely fucking something in the house you know what i mean yeah and um, you have to get to know the person know the family know what they're going through is there any other effects going on here is there alcohol drugs involved you know now i'm not saying every time you walk in there is alcohol and drugs involved to speak um it's not the whole team that rocks up straight away it's just probably myself and tina when we'll have a chat um, we don't even have equipment on the first night. Um, as I said, it's just to get to know the people. Um, and again, it's just, you know, what's going on? What do you think it is yourself personally? Um, at the end of the day, 
It could be just a brand new house people have moved into. They're just getting used to the house. It could be the heating cooling down. You know, we don't always jump straight away to saying, yeah. Jesus, get out of this place. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, as regards seeing things, there's a case. Uh, again, obviously, we never, um, for confidentiality reasons, we'll never say, it, you know, people's names or places or whatever. But um, there has been, we use like camera footage, audio recordings, equipment. And this is all obviously under the discretion of the people, the owner of the house and their uh, allowance to do it. But I wasn't involved in this one myself. Um, but the team did, uh, it was when the house was completely uh, empty. Um, we set up uh, trail cams. When I say we, I mean PRI, I wasn't, wasn't there. And what these do, they activate upon motion. And we had one camera looking at the area of um, what's the word of interest, so to speak. And we had the other camera looking at that camera. So, in other words, no one could walk over and flick it on or anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, apparent now, we've shown this. I think we did we show it or do we have it on our? Maybe we done a horror expo, and I don't know if we showed the footage or not. But um, I think we had it on one of our phones to show people. And again, you're always going to have the counter argument that you can't. If you weren't there and didn't experience it yourself, it didn't happen. But anyway, mm. to tell you the story, the camera was looking kind of at a doorway and a fridge. You could kind of see the fridge door in kind of the left-hand side, if I remember correctly. And just I want to know this camera activated and that it was like the fridge door was pulled open and just kind of closed. Now I'm assuming it closed itself over just on natural gravity or spring, but again, you're kind of thinking to yourself, what the hell pulled it open? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so that was one kind of thing where you're saying to yourself, Jesus Christ. Now you'll always have the counter argument: was there someone behind, or was someone in there, or was there someone in the house when we weren't there? Um, you know, you're always going to have that counter argument in in anything in this uh, form of uh, research, as we like to call it. Um, another one was. Uh, when I was in Loftus Hall, again, I'm very biased when it comes to Loftus Hall because I, I had the honour of writing the book on it. And yeah. uh, I, know the, I know the previous owners really well. But um, we're in Loftus Hall investigating just a good few years ago. And uh, nothing happened. Like, to be honest, we go in places some nights and literally there's nothing. You can be standing there for hours and not a thing going on. And we're just chatting like we are here. And uh, I was here pieced up with the walkie-talkie and all that kind of thing. Um, so literally theoretically I should have only heard what comes through the walkie talkie and we're just chatting away like we are now and literally I will know her this voice goes attention and uh, yeah I was kind of looking going did that come out of fucking out of speaker because <laughs> it's kind of because the, the other like the people that were with me kind of they heard it as well and I was like, what the yeah. fuck? so I kind of looked turned on the torch and all that kind of stuff and checked the wire and everything you know still cabled up and all that kind of stuff and I was like what the fuck I think it was Billy I radioed through. I think because he was in the tapestry room, we were in the morning room at the time. I radio. I think it was either Billy, who was across from us, or maybe it was upstairs. I, ra- I radioed anyway, saying, "Did anyone hear that? Or anyone um, hear anything weird or anything at all like that?" And they had heard the same thing. And of course, the owner at the time was out at reception, and the same thing as well. Attention came through the speakers, and listen. It could have been was it a fucking boss going by and their radio signal interfered yeah. with us. Was it a taxi going by? And but it's a very formal word for you know for that kind of area. Like I know it's very near the scene, and maybe there was a fucking captain on the ship going attention, listen to me or whatever. Yeah. But it's just one of those things where you're kind of going, Jesus, hmm. it's a bit interesting. It's not somewhere I kind of stood back and say, Oh Jesus Christ, get the fuck out of here. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, it's interesting was like we were in the cave of cats as well which is 
uh, meant to be a portal to the other side and where Halloween began. And this is kind of more or less up the scale, so to speak, where you're going, what the fuck was that? Um, we were down there, it was myself, Tina, Sinead and Billy. And this was literally a cave, man. You have to, <laughs> you have to literally climb in <laughs> on your ass and kind of scoot down this kind of little passageway and then it opens up into the cave, if that makes sense. Yeah. For anyone listening, don't do this stuff on your fucking own because safety always comes first. That's one thing we'll always highlight. Safety first, simple as that. Went down, uh, we're just chatting away, and we went late so just and we started investigating. And uh, we still have the recording. Billy puts it up from time to time on the on the paranormal page, and you can hear me asking if there's anything here. Can you walk up behind Billy? Now it might be the exact words, but some along that lines. Um, the floor or the ground in it was really sappy. It was like muck, um, really sappy, yeah. and uh, you can kind of hear in the recording like like footsteps coming up. And of course, you'll hear gone. You'll hear of us going. Who is that? Who's moving? And we we flicked on the torches, and everyone was still in the same position. And again, that was another incident where you're kind of going, what the fuck was that? Now it was was just uh, the coincidence of me asking the question next to me here. I think it's either two or three, like footsteps. Um, but I've seen other people on public investigations having uh, experiences in various locations. Like people have seen shadow figures. People have been touched. People have. So temperature changes, and of course you can argue the fact was that because it was the cold night outside. Um, people have got real warm. People have uh, have actually uh, on the last night, uh, four people left, and uh, one lady fainted in in one of the sessions. Now, I'm a first responder as well, so again, <laughs> safety first. Um, so again, people have their own experiences. We call them personal experiences, like someone saying, "I'm after seeing." Uh, someone standing in the hallway you can't really turn around and say well no you didn't because how do you know they didn't see it and mm. you know they could be just sensitive for you can probably tell by the 10 minutes we've been chatting i would be the most sensitive of people <laughs> in yeah. that regard i saw it because i did see that on your instagram page the loftest hall that was always an interesting one to me i just i've just and i looked up a bit about it and i just saw the inside of it and obviously you can't tell from the inside of a place it's haunted but you know the way you just see it and uh <laughs> oh, sorry and um you just go fucking hell there's maybe something in there and it would be a place i'd nearly like to see just to go into just to imagine but the fact like the attention thing you could be right maybe it's just a coincidence but exactly. little things like exactly. that it just could be you never know like there could be something out there now you never know yeah as absolutely and as i say loftus hall um like people either loved the place or absolutely hated it like people would stop at the door i'm not going in there um i just was gobsmacked by the architecture in the place the amount of patience it must have took to like nearly every room had its own uh uniqueness about it there was always something in there where it had something hand carved or something and you're just going jesus christ imagine the patience that must have taken but um as i say like i've done a few of these and it's like we could end this call now when i walk outside this room next minute or something standing in front of the door do you know what yeah, i mean yeah, so yeah i get you yeah you know it's like it's just because um i'm kind of doing it just to see is there something you know i'd like to think of course everyone wants to think that there's something after we go and all that kind of thing um but i'm not one of these people where you can your mind is one of the biggest uh things you have to battle as well because if you're in the pitch black somewhere your mind plays awful tricks on you and it's how to master that as well because if you hear a sound or something and people are after me talking about oh this place you know what i mean the first thing you're gonna gonna jump to is oh is that the ghost of whatever you know what i mean yeah, so you yeah, have to yeah. You have to conquer the mind as well. That's that's one of the big things people have to conquer when it comes to this kind of stuff as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it is true. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm going back to that. Where do you think you go after you die? What would be your opinion on that? 
Uh, geez, very good because we're getting deep now. We're getting fucking deep. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to listen. Um, it's a very good question. Like, I'd, I'd like to think there is something out there where, like, to say energy never disappears and, you know, energy converts rather than disappears and all that kind of thing. I'd like to think, well, we'd all love to go to paradise, I suppose, where there's yeah. my, my perfect idea of paradise is just beer, music, all that kind of stuff. And we just yeah. live that, or, or sorry, live is the wrong word. <laughs> we experience that for the rest of time. That'd be, that'd be my ideal place now. Yeah. As regards where we go, um, it's not really a, something I can, like, a, I just like there to be somewhere that um, we can go. Um, that's not just the end. Now, as I say, I don't think there's many places I've been and like people say, oh, that's haunted. This is haunted. That's haunted. Um, I think a place definitely has atmosphere rather than uh, hauntings, if that makes sense. Like mm. the peak, there's definitely whiskey on tap. There's music playing in the background, and everyone's just there having the crack. That's that's yeah. the that's, the, yeah. that's the ideal place. Yeah, that's the dream. That's the dream, isn't it? <laughs> you know, I think something. Now, I I always thought of um what I always thought was interesting. You know, the reincarnation. You know, who did I? Yeah, was yeah. it Buddhism? Kind of had this idea. Now, look, this could yeah. be bullshit as well, but um, <laughs> but uh, no, just the just the idea you get reincarnated into something. I like the idea of heaven and hell. Now, I'd probably be going to hell yeah. now if I was going anywhere, but. Which is, that's probably where I'm after as well myself. Yeah. <laughs> Not too much whiskey on tap there, I'd say, but uh, um, but yeah, no, I I'm just fascinated by the whole thing, like the even the supernatural stuff. Um, yeah, you're obviously a horror writer as well, so you must kind of have a fascination just bringing your brain to this place do you or yeah yeah that? um no listen appreciate your brain i was actually <laughs> not plugging myself i was actually working on it before we came on here i was working on my next oh, yeah. one but um yeah to see again i suppose that's kind of where it started like we've all seen horror movies we've seen the exorcist we've seen you know uh paranormal activity we've seen poltergeist and all this kind of thing and i suppose the question always is it's great when it's on screen it's not happening to me you know what i mean but the question mm. is Jeez, imagine that actually did fucking happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you're, and you're kind of saying to yourself, now I know some of these said are based on true stories and all this kind of stuff. And a lot of it's probably glamorized for the screen. But um, as the saying goes, there's always truth behind everything, you know? Yeah. Um, but going back to the reincarnation, it's just something, yeah, it, it is, a, again, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know where it originated, but I do know obviously what it is. Um, but yeah, it's an interesting one where, if you get reincarnated, do you remember your previous life or is it completely like a full stop and you continue on as another one? Yeah. I've seen, I suppose, I suppose you've came across like people saying, uh, geez, I'm trying to think something off the top of my head. Like there's probably a man or woman saying, oh, I experienced that. Oh, it's back in the 1500s, you know, the remembering stuff yeah. from back then. They're saying, How the bloody hell you're in 2000 whatever here? How do yeah, you remember yeah, stuff yeah. from back then? So yeah. that's, an, that's definitely an interesting topic as well because I'd love to know. It'd be great. Could you imagine coming back and you still have all your memories of, you know, all the previous lives because yeah. there's a lot of mistakes you could change? <laughs> yeah, Jesus, honest to God. Yeah. But it'd be, it'd be some shock. Imagine you get reincarnated and obviously you're a human or whatever and you wake up one day and you're on fucking four legs and you're a dog. Oh, Jesus. It'd be some shock. All right. <laughs> oh, stop. I can only imagine but uh yeah it's uh it's like again all this like paranormal covers a lot of things like it's anything that can't be explained by uh traditional science or nowadays she's me and my classic Wicklow accent nowadays science but yeah it's traditional anything that can't have a scientific explanation behind it that's paranormal like even it goes down to everything that you can really encompass within that you know what I mean yeah 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 um, one of the biggest things that got me into this kind of topic and looking at it now, this is only this is about three or four months ago. But have you ever seen um Blair Witch Project? 
Yeah, I was, I was in Burkittsville where they made it, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, were you? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, again, horror nerd I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Geez. What was that like in there? Is it a, is um, the whole town kind of just know what's happening? Uh, no, I didn't really talk. Like, I have a really good friend over there that lives in Maryland. Lisa's her name. And uh, she's the one that got me into the, like, helped me with the writing phenomenally. But uh, she if I remember correctly, she said, do not mention the Blair Witch in this place because apparently when that came out, tours came every, from everywhere and or robbing stuff like robbing bits of fences robbing you know really? all this so oh, yeah. like it's not a, it's not a big huge town it's like more like a, it's like a medium-sized village so to speak you know what i mean yeah. um and there's literally one main street possibly maybe a crossroads and all the goes through but experience was crazy because you're kind of looking at going jesus christ i've never seen this on the screen and now here i am standing at the church in the cemetery um i didn't go into the woods because they're fucking massive and i didn't want the blair witch to get me but um (laughs) 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 but um no it was a really good experience and and very uh, possibly i can't remember the distance but not very far away is actually the exorcist steps where um at the end of the movie when the priest now Spoiler alert, it's been out fucking 40 or 50 years, so if this spoils it for you, I don't know what's happening, but when the priest, he jumps out through the window and goes down the steps, I was like, I visited them as well, so yeah, pretty pretty cool area, all within the kind of one one location, probably an hour within one another maybe. Yeah, and like that, that's one of them, do you know the way you talk about, there's other movies and you say, they, they obviously they're fictional, but like this one is real, like, they, well, <laughs> I don't know where they killed by the Blair Witch, but like, all of it was true like they went into the forest and all this was documented like on their video cameras and stuff so like this would really make you this is the closest thing i've seen obviously you probably know more about this than me but it's the closest thing i've seen to be close to something like something that's <laughs> other than human you know so uh, yeah yeah um not to, to be honest like the blair witch is a huge draw but um like the film itself, um, I hope I'm not going to ruin it on you know, like the film itself is like it's just a film, you know what I mean? Like yeah, the whole, yeah. like the found footage thing and all, like there's there even a fan theory, uh, what's the word, like uh, that the two guys brought her out there to murder her because there's, if I can't remember the exact line, but there's a bit where she's looking for the map and uh, she asked uh, one of the guys, I gave it to you, and he goes, no, you didn't. So there's a whole fan theory behind that as well. Okay, uh, yeah. That, that they brought her out there just to kill her. But the Blair Witch, um, the movie, um, like the found footage and all, that was just, that was kind of the start of the found footage phenomenon. You know what I mean? That, oh, this is true. This is the real footage and all this, but it's, it's literally just a movie. And uh, But that spawned, like, paranormal activity. Uh, the four, actually, well, to say the four kinds, um, did you ever see that one uh, about the alien kind of experiences and all? Uh, no, I don't think I saw it. To say, like the movie, it's shown kind of side by side. It, it tells you on one hand, like this is the movie, but then it shows on the other side that's real footage. Now, is it real footage? <laughs> I'm yeah, that's always, the question, yeah. It, it's probably just my mind now. I'm probably just <laughs> always going, oh, Jesus, here, <laughs> do you know what I mean? But um, as an experience going to Burgersville, phenomenal. Um, again, it's all about atmosphere. You're, you're taking in the atmosphere of the place, and the same with the exorcist steps. And uh, one of my other favorite places over there, I shouldn't have said favorite because it was a lot of death involved, but it was Gettysburg. Um, I think it was the bloodiest battle in American history over three days, and the bodies apparently are still there. And they just dug holes and threw them into the repo again. Atmosphere. Um, it's a huge battlefield. People visit it, and as I said to you, now you're going to obviously have some people that are very excited. Oh my god! I mean, but, but nine times out of ten, people are kind of um, just taking it in. 
know, experiencing Jesus, something really bad happened here as regard, and this is all obviously documented. People did die here, you know what I mean? Um, and I, it's, it's probably a wrong thing to say. I love the place. Um, it, it's just it's just an experience. It's hard to kind of put into words what that actually is, you know? Yeah, it's it's like a lot of them places. There is a kind of um. Now, look, I, I've never been like the, even the likes of you say Gettysburg is the same, but like the likes of Auschwitz and stuff. There is a kind of a yeah. cold atmosphere there, and and it's yeah. like people, all the people who visit it, they weren't there, but they know some. They know yeah. something really bad happened there, so there is that Absolutely. atmosphere. Um, absolutely just the coldness you can just tell there's an undertone of it yeah so i know absolutely i totally i totally agree with you there like i was at um i was actually at ground zero in uh in the states and again you're just kind of standing there going jesus christ and you're just kind of looking at this huge area you know what i mean where there's these two towers obviously i know there's other tragedies on the same day but you know you're just kind of standing there going fucking hell the amount of you know just Death. it's crazy like and again you just have to take it in and it's just atmosphere and there's a certain amount of respect that's uh involved with that as well because i said to you i'm not, I'm not running around cheering going woo i'm like you know yeah yeah you kind of have to it, it goes with anything um it's like as we go back to the, the start of the conversation of going into someone's house um it's all about respect um you have to respect that you're going in somewhere you have to respect that like i said to you there at ground zero you have to respect that there was a massive tragedy here and it's like what you said with auschwitz never been to auschwitz um but again obviously you have to respect a lot of uh suffering and obviously a lot of fucking what's the word i'm looking at uh uh, lot of fuck, it's the worst thing in do you know what I mean? Yeah, it, it yeah, shouldn't yeah. have fucking happened. Shouldn't <laughs> have happened I mean? is right, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um no, never should have fucking happened. But yeah, respect plays a long uh, a long role in all of this. Yeah. And um what's uh what's your next project uh, just out of curiosity? What what way do you work? Do you just just back to the, the PRI Parasearch yeah. Paranormal Researchers Ireland? Um do you use kind of for like three months, we we'll use focus on one place. Or what way does the job work? Um, yeah, that's now fucking very good question. So we get a lot of messages to the page. Like we, our what's the word I'm looking for? Like our train of thought, so to speak. Um, there's a line as well. Remember what I was saying about a line between public's uh, team and private. We could, I literally after we finish this call, there could be a message on the page from someone in, in Donegal saying listen we have an issue um is there any chance and that could be what we focus on uh for the next week it could be finished within the week it could go on for months it could go on for like there's been there's still people talking to us that we've dealt with from a couple of years back you know what i mean oh, um as regards the next uh project or the next i suppose public it's spike island which is next month you really have to think there yeah. uh it's the 19th of next month and uh we're down in spike island just off the coast of cork and uh, that's the next public investigation. And to be honest with you, Dan, can't fucking wait to get down there. Um, really? Yeah. Personally, personally, I've never been there. I obviously know what it is, but I've never personally been on the island. Now, Tina and Wayne have been. They got a. They were lucky enough. Um, I still kind of give her give them a little dig at, at being there before I got there. But anyway, uh, we're going down there next month. And as regards that, it could literally change uh, minute upon minute. And um, we get messages. Of people sometimes we can actually uh, help people a lot through messaging just talking uh giving them a bit a little bit of advice um that, no people might be comfortable with us going out to their houses 
mm-hmm. people might be comfortable with like, i know we do a lot of live feeds and people get to know you and like i've been <laughs> i've been out in bars even up in Dublin, for me, myself, but I've been up in Dublin and going, Jesus, Chris, how are you? Is down in fucking, you know, people do get to know you. Yeah. Um, but on the other side, people might not want, you know, they might want, might not want to open up fully and, and get you into their fucking house, you know, which is totally yeah. understandable. So we do have a lot of conversation back and forth through messages, phone calls, and simple little bits of advice can actually help, help a lot. And people have actually said we've helped a lot through that format as well, you know, you know. Yeah, no, it's exciting as well. Like there is a bit of fear. Um, but I suppose yeah. in your job, like you're going into this like experience that like you know, very regularly going into houses that could be whatever have spirits, maybe or beyond yeah. possibly, you know, all this stuff. Um, is there ever fear or ever scared going into a house or a whatever, a hotel or whatever? Um, not fear, so to speak. Like I, I suppose not um, not not fear. I suppose intrigue is kind of the big thing. And non-biased, that's that's hugely important as well. By the way, you can't go in with a preconceived, oh, for fuck's sake, here we go, that kind of thing. Like, yeah. um, You have to go in with a kind of a level head and kind of intrigue from both sides. You have to listen to what the people inside have to say and not such a trivial thing to say this or such a weird thing. You have to kind of listen to... I'm not psychic or me. You kind of have to listen to the house... How is it reacting as in, is the radiators banging, pipes moving, is there water drip, you know, that kind of thing. So um, not so much fear. As Minan always says, Minan has a great saying, <laughs> never fear the dead, it's the living you want to be afraid of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she might be too far wrong. <laughs> um, but no, it's, uh, it's like, and don't get me wrong, when, when we... When we go into people's houses, as I said to you, there's a certain professionalism, respect, but when we're together as a team, doing a private team investigation like this could be fucking up at the hellfire club or something like that don't get me wrong there is a certain amount of having a bit of fun as well like you know we're not going in uh, taking ourselves too seriously we we take ourselves seriously when we need to but there's a certain amount we're all friends as well at the end of the day you know what i mean so there is a certain amount of you know having a bit of fun with it um all that kind of stuff as well but yeah it's a very good question i wouldn't say fear um it's more kind of you're, you're trying to get to the bottom of it you know, you're more like a detective, so to speak, for want of a better word. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it seems no, it seems like an interesting job, to be fair. Yeah, and um, yeah, yeah, and uh, there's no, and it's just a, it's just kind of hobby. There's no money you're wanting to be. Really oh no, made out no, of, no, no. This is all like there's no like this is all. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, as I said to you, we don't charge for housing, going to uh, people's houses or anything at all like that. It's just a massive. I just, I just um, in like. I've just a huge interest in it. Um, I do have an interest in the kind of darker stuff as well. Like I have, geez, if anyone's seen my book collection that I have at home, uh, they'd probably say this lad's an absolute fucking, anyway, like yeah, I have yeah. a mad interest in demons and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, I don't practice any dark arts or black arts or anything, whatever people want to call them. Um, some people, again, there's a, you have to be careful when you say this kind of stuff as well, because some people don't class it as bad. Whereas other people might class it as bad, you know, sort of. Mm. You have to. I just like reading on the stuff, um, reading up on it. It's like a, I class myself as um, constantly learning. You know what I mean? I'll never call myself a professional at this at this trade in any way. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. always something. There's something out there that's new, or there's something out there that you haven't heard before. As I said to you, you have to respect everyone's beliefs. Like um, it's like Satanism. Some people think uh. Jesus, he's a Satan worshiper. He's going to go around killing people. That's not that's not necessarily what Satan like Satanism is a different form of you know religion in itself. So you have to respect 
what people's beliefs are and all that kind of thing. So you have to tread lightly at times as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've heard of uh, Actually, what is Satanism exactly? Do you, do you know a bit so, about that, actually? Again, I'm not a Satanist. I've done a little bit of looking up on it, but Satanism is literally that you're... Jeez, it could be skewered now if I get this wrong. Um, not by Satanist, but just get that clear. Yeah. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but um, no, Satanism uh, is for your the be- like um, you don't worship a higher being or anything. Like you're the best uh being in the universe. So it's all about self worship, self. You know, everything's about you. You're the best that's de- that there is. You know what I mean? And as I said, it's not about running around fucking uh killing people like a lunatic or anything at all like that don't get me wrong it has been obviously movies and all that kind of stuff even in music um i'm a huge metal heavy metal head myself and uh, of course many of some people see that they go oh jesus christ here we go now here's mr devil himself coming yeah. down the road. <laughs> whereas whereas nine times out of ten with that community you couldn't meet nicer people you know what yeah. i mean so it's it's good to cross and kind of in my opinion, it's good to kind of separate the fictional side to the actual side. Like I've wrote books um, about the devil and all that kind of stuff. Like the minute people hear the word devil, they think evil straight away and all that kind of stuff. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to go out of my way to try summon them into my life or anything at all like that. But um, <laughs> you have to take account that, that some people look at that stuff in different ways as well. So that's that's always hugely important. Yeah. And people, I, th- I think people are, there is a side of it. People are kind of gone sensitive as well. I, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Like um, would uh would the books be? How many books do you have? I'll just kind of we'll finish on that because I'm interested in uh, that. How many books? No, in the you're. She's appreciate the book, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I'm working. I'm working on my seventh. Um, so this one is actually as luck would have it, it's about folklore again. I've wrote two books on Irish folklore. I, I like. I like put me on kind of hard twist on things. Like I, I kind of get the bullet points of certain folklore topics like it's no secret my first ever book was, was about the banshee now i did add my own kind of horror take on it because i felt sometimes i i like doing it because um i don't like to you know wash and repeat and keep you know produce and produce and the same thing so i like i took the kind of main bullet points and put me on it twist on it um i wrote the book i was asked to write the book by the previous owner of loftus hall about the legend down there which is i still can't believe to this day i was asked to do that that skyrocketed me out into the fucking uh, stratosphere in regards to storytelling it was it was actually crazy um yeah so i'm working on my third folklore book um i've wrote a book about uh <laughs> we're just talking about a devil and all there uh, this dude was a like a, a practice practice the dark arts and all for evil purposes mm. and uh, i wrote a book called 13 dead which covered that and then there's another one called all shall suffer which was a a demon that uh kept tormenting the medium to get to get true horror out into the real world so to speak and torment people so yeah some people think of a, of a very of a very messed up fucking mind I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh but yeah um I just like clarifying stuff like that. That the stuff I do is fiction. Um, at the Loftus Hall book, um, obviously it's a fictional take. I, I to add, like I have a little thing at the start of the book anyway that I had to add stuff to the book to create a book from it. Um, I spent a lot of time with Aiden. He was the previous owner of Loftus Hall, Aiden Quigley. 
Um, he is a fucking Wikipedia when it comes to Loftus Hall. So I spent hours with him talking to him. I'll never forget, it was a Saturday and I went down and, and I must have bombarded the man because we're sitting there for hours just talking Loftus Hall. Mm. Um, and just to create and establish a book from it as best as I possibly could. Like anyone, you can tell the story and just hit all the bullet points, but that's not going to be, in my opinion, it's going to be a couple of pages, you know what I mean? So to create a story from it, um, I've no, I've never uh, hid the fact that I did obviously add a few bits and pieces, and people, people actually understand that and they say which bits have you added, which bits won't, which I think creates a yeah. better conversation as well. Um, but I, I'll always say it's not a history book. Um, it, it, it's very, it's like if I was sitting down with you right now, telling you the story of what Loftus Hall is. That's the best way I can try to get it across to you. That's the way I, that's what I wanted for the book, and Aidan was happy with it. So that's what that was the the big relief, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, no, it's an interesting topic. Now, fair play to you. No, I, I knew you had a few books. I writing your seven. Well, that's not fair play to you now. Um, so yeah, no, I just thought it was you deserve to have them plugged in. You obviously put it. I good don't appreciate there. that, man. Thanks so much. No worries. Um, yeah, sure. Thanks a million for coming on. We've nearly talked More on we can spirits, haunted houses, <laughs> loftus hall. We've talked all of it. I, now. Hope, I, hope, I hope it made some kind of sense because geez, sometimes <laughs> when I'm talking to people, I, it's like I just bombard people with information. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good. It was good. It was interesting. Now you obviously have a kind of a, a fascination for the topic. So no, it was good, yeah. not too fair to you. So um I appreciate yeah, that's that, nearly man. That's nearly all I have to say, I suppose. Have you any last any last words? Oh, um, just listen. Cheers for the for inviting me on. Um, I hope the listeners enjoy it. And uh, again, we love uh, guards as on behalf of PRI. We love doing stuff like this. We love just talking to people. Um, and listen, if anyone wants to hit us up, we're on Facebook. Um, we'll always finish on that. Um, if anyone has any questions or anything at all like that, hit us up on Facebook, Paranormal Research of Ireland. And of course, if you want to check me out, it's Chris Rush Horror Raider. And that's basically it, man. Right, killers off on holiday this week again. So um, we're I'll just do a slightly different thing on Cavachot. So, uh, more glorification of the great club, the old red and white. So yeah, these are just the five main reasons. There was definitely five hundred or five hundred and fifty I could have fit in here, but uh, these are basically the main reasons why Kappa is un uh, what's the word unarguably undisputed the best club on earth, the best J club in Ireland. We'll say. Definitely there, probably Ireland. Um, a we've got a class jersey. The jersey is red and white. The designs are always fu- or not the designs. What you call it? The uh, things for them is always class. They're always like probably one of the best jerseys I've ever seen. Definitely, serious old drip. That's the first reason. Yeah. So like basically, we always get a good jersey. Nice colors, red and white. You know the, the um the blood and the blood and the bandage. You know that that's what Cork call it. There, red and white. So yeah, that's obviously a nice jersey, a uh, nice crest as well. The crest is fairly cool. God knows what it fucking means, but sure, look, looks cool in it. Now, second one, yeah, this is a good reason. Now, we're one of the smallest clubs in Kildare. I actually, looked this up. We're one of the smallest clubs in Kildare. Yet we have fielded this year. We actually have one lad at minor and one lad at twenties on the two Kildare panels, which no other club has ever done before. We've actually made history this year, which is um fair saucy. Now it's unbelievable. Fair play. So um. So the, to the two boys who made it, so I'm not going to go and mention names because I don't want fucking names pulled up on this, you know. But uh, no, fair play to them. Like, that's that's history making. Like it's For such a small club to have a lad at minor and 20s in the same year is fucking unbelievable. Uh, number three, actually played, uh, we hosted a Kildare game, the exhibition game back in uh, back in the 90s there, I'd say. It was the open of the Tyke Downey Park, the original one that's a fucking stud now, you know. Um, so we that game was on. 
Uh, it was actually a capper ladder too playing at that, so that's obviously a reason. So they obviously thought Kappa was good enough to have Kildare play there. The hallowed grounds of Kappa. So look, that's just another reason. Like they could have gone to Kilcock, but they obviously were just like, nah, we're not going in there, going to Kappa. Kappa's well better, not going to that shithole. So obviously I think that's another reason why Kappa is the best on earth. Uh number four is the community. Uh it's an unbelievable community. I don't need I talked about this a lot, but um even I was actually thinking about one thing there earlier. Even back when the new pitch was being done for Kappa. This is something you wouldn't see in any town club now. All the members of the club. Now, I missed it this day because I had a match, but I was actually supporting the club in a different way. But I, I, if, I, if I was around, geez, I would have done it. But it was picked all the stones off the, off the turf, basically, to, to, you know, I suppose, to, to start growing the grass, basically, is what... So, basically, yeah, everyone just... from Kids from the age of six and then, obviously, up to fucking 70, 80-year-olds under... Well, I was about to say on their last legs. I didn't want to say that now, but uh, just just unreal. I remember, I I remember seeing the pictures of that, and I think Johnny Doyle actually turned sod the day before, the week before. So that just shows the uh, the characters. Um, so that's why it's a great club. So that's the GA in general. Any of the country clubs are always great for that. You know, picking stones out the pitch. All them good, all them good old jobs. You know, um. So that's another reason why Kappa is great, and um, the final reason I suppose is we're not good cock. So that's another reason why we're great. Because um, Kilcock might be slightly better as to the most sports. But they're salty whenever they lose. So, sound lads. Personally, I know them. Um, when it comes to sport. Uh, what will I say? How would I say this in the most respectful way possible? I don't really like them. Um, but no, honestly, some of my best friends play for Kilcock. So I, I don't have this... People texting me. If people have texted me saying you have some fucking vendetta against Kilcock, I honestly don't. Like I, I, I fucking work there and stuff. So like, and I, you know, I have a lot to do with the town. So like, I don't. Hatred is a very strong word, but it's very close. And uh, no, I'm messing. Um, but yeah, like, look, we've nicer jerseys in Kilcock. We have a lot going that Kilcock don't. If you look at the pros and cons list to join Kappa and to join Kilcock, Kappa would tower above Kilcock. Like, Kilcock have a nice town, they have a nice centra, nice chicken rolls. Kappa literally has lads who will pick stones off a pitch at 8 o'clock in the morning on a fucking Saturday. Half hanging. Like, where else would you get that? That's just priceless. I think we nearly just need a minute silence for all the great people in our club. So if you're listening to this now, just stop in your car, preferably on the side of the road or in a lay-by. If you're watching the telly, turn off the fucking telly. And just sat, sit there and, and uh, put your hand on your left side of your chest where the where the heart is meant to be. Well, probably not if you're from somewhere. One particle there. I won't mention where. Um, yeah, so just sit there and just minute silence. Count a timer and just a minute silence and just keep manifesting in your head. Kappa is the greatest club in Kildare. Say that about 20 times. And if you say that, then you will manifest greatness. And uh, I can guarantee you... You'll be a millionaire within a week. So, uh, yeah, thanks, good luck, and yeah, sound. On Kappa. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you heard, follow us on Instagram, follow us on YouTube. I mean, subscribe on YouTube. Spotify, Apple, TikTok, get us on all them. We have content, or not content, I don't like that word, but we have stuff coming out every day. There is something every day on every platform. Don't worry about that. You will see some kind of Banlickill Buzz up there. So, yeah. Please follow the buzz, keep it going, get us to the charts, get us number one in Ireland, the world, conquer the whole fucking lot. Good luck.